This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Aimpoint Research, a global research firm with deep roots in agriculture, helping clients maintain their competitive advantage in dynamic industries. Learn more at aimpointresearch.com. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. A bomb cyclone has left behind a situation in Nebraska that will take months to be fully understood. Nebraska Farm Bureau President Steve Nelson says the western part of the state was hit by winter weather as cattle producers started calving. Making it very difficult not only to take care of the calves, but even to find where they're at. We're hearing some pretty difficult situations out there. You know, over the next day or two, you know, we'll hear more and we'll be able to put together some numbers about what losses are like. I'm sure that they'll be high, just almost inevitable that we would have some pretty significant losses in conditions like that. On the other side of the state, flooding has washed out roads and bridges. Getting around in that part of the state is very, very challenging, and even for producers in those areas to find your cattle to be able to, I think a lot of times there are situations we've heard where the cattle are separated from the feed source, and it's difficult to get from one place to the other, and so farmers and ranchers are very resourceful, but uh, this is certainly going to be a challenging time. He says the state's Farm Bureau website has resources available for producers dealing with the aftermath. Flooding is also occurring in South Dakota and Iowa. An agriculture trade professor sees long-term ramifications from the Trump administration's trade policies. David Orden is an agricultural trade professor at Virginia Tech. He says the consideration of placing Section 232 national security tariffs on imported autos would be detrimental to trade relationships. How long has U.S. agriculture worked since the end of World War II when people were truly starving in Europe? And Europe said, we need to build our own agricultural domestic production, build it back up from this war devastation. How long has U.S. agriculture tried to make the case for to Europe to Japan, to the rest of the world, that trade can be an important part of your food security. So we undermine that by saying that we we can't trust our European allies to produce cars for the American market. That's a threat to our national security. This could come around to haunt us. On China, he says a change in the U.S.'s global reputation could spur changes elsewhere. If we're not a reliable supplier, then new suppliers will develop. And so the whole overall supply can be increased because of the disruption that happened in the market. I think there's going to be some of that. And so then you're going to get more supply overall in the world market in soybeans, and that will have a longer-term negative effect on U.S. soybean producers. Orden says commercial channels for export take time to build. A swine industry official wants to see more done to prevent an African swine fever outbreak. AgriPulse's Ben Nully has more. A leading swine veterinarian says an African swine fever vaccine is needed more than ever to prevent the disease from entering the U.S. Harry Nelson is with the American Association of Swine Veterinarians. Despite recent efforts from USDA to ramp up ASF prevention, he says resource gaps are still needing to be filled when fending off the disease. One of those is vaccine development. From about 2002 onward, there hasn't been a whole lot of work in the U.S. on developing a vaccine. You know, a lot of that work was conducted at the Plum Island Animal Disease Center prior to 2002, at which time the Department of Homeland Security took over the functioning of that facility from USDA. And as part of that takeover, USDA was required to contribute dollars to support that takeover. And they did that in part by 
eliminating the ongoing African swine fever research program. Last week, the Department of Agriculture ramped up ASF prevention efforts by working with the Customs and Border Protection to train and add 60 additional Beagle teams at key U.S. commercial sea and airports, among other efforts. Snelson adds currently there is no ASF vaccine available across the globe. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Propelled by a perfect storm of market dynamics, consolidation, and innovation, the farmers of the future will quite simply defy conventional wisdom and business models. A new landmark study from Aimpoint Research reveals the psychology of the farmers who will lead the industry in 2040 and the factors impacting their success. Aimpoint Research is a global research firm with deep roots in agriculture helping clients maintain their competitive advantage in dynamic industries. Contact us at aimpointresearch.com for more information. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.